0: Hi and welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Birth podcast. I'm thrilled to share this episode with you today mostly because it's not one that is quite normal in the sense that I'm interviewing a man on the show. I got to speak with the author of the book Welcome to Fatherhood, David Orell. David Orell is an author, entrepreneur, consultant and men's coach currently living in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He is passionate about coaching men on how to be more fully embrace and embody healthier modes of masculinity, especially through the powerful modalities of partnership and parenting. His most recent work in this area is in the book Welcome to Fatherhood, the modern man's guide to pregnancy, childbirth, and fatherhood, better known as WTF. In WTF, David encourages men to more actively step into their important supportive roles during pregnancy, childbirth, and the fourth trimester back home. He gives them detailed and practical tips and techniques on how to do so. The journey to fatherhood officially begins with a positive pregnancy test, believe it or not. And WTF helps men get better connected to their pregnant partners and better prepared for the adventures that ensue from the point onward. So, we had a great conversation as he shared about his journey of supporting his wife and gave some super practical tips for all the dads out there who wanna be an awesome support system for their partner from bump to baby. So share this episode with all the dads out there. I think that there are some amazing helpful tips that will help a man out. So let's get into the show. This is a different kind of podcast. I'm a different kind of nurse and a different kind of doula. Hey there, my name is Allie McLean and I wanna welcome you to the Empowered Birth Podcast. My mission here is to encourage you to strive for the best birth experience possible, knowing full well birth is unpredictable, but also knowing that you are powerful and you are able to make the best decisions for you. You're going to get information you won't hear in your basic childbirth education class, as well as stories of women and birth professionals who are stepping into their power and birthing their way. You're going to get all the information you need to confidently navigate your journey from pregnancy to postpartum. This podcast is for the woman who is wanting a natural childbirth, but feeling unsure in her ability to. She doesn't know her options and she's feeling overwhelmed looking for a guide. Is this you? Then stick around. You're exactly where you should be. Hi, David. Thank you for joining me today. I'm super excited to have you on the show and talk to you about your book and really get some good insight for moms and dads specifically. This is super fun because this is the first dad I've really had on the show. So I'm really excited. This is a first for me and I think we're going to have a great conversation today. So would you just start off and tell me a little bit about yourself and how you started your fatherhood journey?
1: Sure. And thank you so much for having me on the Empowered Birth podcast. I'm really excited to be a guest here. And I think we have so many fun things to talk about today. As far as my journey getting started, I come to fatherhood uh, a little later in life than most of the guys I work with. I'm in my late 40s now. And uh, I was in my mid 40s when my wife and I had our first baby. And at the time, I had just sold a a business I had been running. And I'd planned on being a stay-at-home dad and really being involved. As much as I, you know, could be in that journey of the pregnancy and, and onward to the to childbirth and and being home all through the postpartum period, and at the time I thought I was doing, I was putting all the right effort into doing the right things. So I read some books. Uh, my wife and I both went to some Bradley birth classes. We did centering, which was a, a group birth class offered through her employer, and we kind of lean towards the sort of hippie progressive end of the spectrum. She's active duty Air Force, so they require hospital birth, but we went as natural as possible, unmedicated, lots of natural labor helping techniques. And all throughout that experience, I kept being sort of like surprised slash disappointed as I would go through one of the uh, checkpoints and kind of look back and be like, wow, I wish somebody had told me this. It would have been so much easier for me and my wife, or I wish I had known this. And so I went back and looked at some of the books that I had gone through, and I just didn't see some of those topics covered with the degree of sort of clarity and or specificity that I would have really found helpful myself. So my passion really sort of ignited about the dad's role in this whole bump to baby progression based on what I learned and what I thought I did pretty well. But then more importantly where I saw there were sort of gaps in the systems of support for us dads out there.
0: Yeah. And I can, I definitely relate and have noticed that is like so many of the birth books that are out there really aren't focused on the dads. So it is great to have a book that kind of fills that gap to help support fathers. Cause you are a big part of going through that birth journey and pregnancy. I mean, you're the main support for mom as she is, going through this transformation so I really enjoyed going through this book and really saw some things I was like oh man that would have been nice for my husband to know and he was a great support but there are a lot of things in there that I think you just lay out so succinctly like and I love how you laid it out by trimester as well because I think that is really helpful logically for dads okay she's in the first trimester like what's a tip for me to best support my woman. So it is really practical and helpful, but would you tell us kind of go through those trimesters and for the first trimester, what is, I don't know, a number one tip that would be helpful for dads to know if they're listening to this, what should they know to help support?
1: Thank you. Great question. Start right at the beginning there. I think the first chunks of the journey. I think for the dad, most of what the dad's work, quote unquote, work is, is just to get a better understanding of what mama's going through and what her journey looks like and really embrace his role of being fully present and attentive from the very beginning. I know so many of the dads I talk to are, they're both kind of uncertain as to what to do, but they're also somewhat, reluctant to kind of do the wrong thing. So they sort of hang out on the periphery and they sort of wait to be kind of pulled in or, or have things asked to them. So for those dads, I would say, jump right in early, understand that, you know, your path to fatherhood starts with that positive pregnancy test, just like mama's path at the motherhood does. And this is not a wait to the baby gets here type situation, even though that's historically been kind of what dads have been told, but just jump right in, like, Get in there, look into some of the the pregnancy tracking apps, listen to some of these great podcasts, like what you have here with the Empowered Birth, like really get step deeper into that pregnancy right at the beginning. So your partner really feels like she has a teammate by her side rather than somebody at the shore sort of that she can kind of wave to if she needs help kind of thing. So just jump right in.
0: Yeah. So random question, but when your wife told you that she was pregnant, how did she do that? And what was your reaction? And maybe, because I know (laughs) I've heard so many stories of dads, maybe not having the best reaction when finding out that their partner is pregnant. (laughs) So what was that story like for you when you first found out?
1: Sure. We had just moved from Philadelphia to Omaha for my wife's job. And she had been away for officer training. She's active duty Air Force. So she had been away for officer training the last couple of months that we were in Philadelphia. So she literally flew back into Philadelphia. All our house was packed up. And the next day we got in a moving truck and we with our with our dog and our cat and we started driving to Omaha. So our plan had been, I just sold my business. So I was sort of in this sort of decompression phase where I was gonna relax and think about what the next uh inspiring idea I wanted to get involved was with was but flash forward 6 weeks and we had joked about we were not not trying to get pregnant so we were kind of open to that process and it turned out that we were pregnant right away so we moved the first week of October and I remember very clearly the morning of Thanksgiving I'm a slow morning person so I was on my second cup of coffee you know my eyeballs still weren't quite focusing and she comes out of the bathroom with this big smile on her face. And I, I was unaware that she had been testing to see if she was pregnant up at this point. And she held up the little stick. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of like squinting across. I'm like, what is that, babe? She's like, come take a look at it. And I look at it and it just says pregnant. It's like the digital kind, you know? So there wasn't this, is that a cross or a line? It would just, in clear as day, it said pregnant. Whatever coffee I had been drinking instantly kicked in and my eyeballs shot open. And I was like, oh my God. And I was so excited because we had wanted that. But I don't think either one of us expected it to happen so quickly. So we were like, we jumped right in. We sent a picture to our, you know, our parents and we're kind of like, let's tell people now kind of thing. But we were very excited.
0: Oh, I love hearing those stories. I know so many times it can be like a mom has an expectation of what that moment is telling her partner that she's pregnant and then it doesn't always happen the way that she wants But I just, I love hearing those positive stories and those reactions. I do think, and maybe, I mean, I think you would understand too, as a dad is from what I understand is that dad doesn't always feel like it's real until baby is born. So what are some tips that you have for dads to kind of help them cognitively realize this is real. Like you're having a baby. A new addition to the family? Are there things that you did to kind of help prepare yourself to know, okay, this is actually happening before the baby was actually born?
1: Allie, I think I have to confess that this is one of the areas where I learned a lot in hindsight. (laughs) I was definitely in the mindset of, I'll be a dad when the baby is here. Like Father's Day rolled around when we were about six months in. My wife got me a Father's Day card. I kind of wasn't surprised because I know she like very much leans that way towards like she likes cards and occasions and whatnot. But at the same time, I was like, but babe, I'm, I'm not a dad yet. Like I'll be a dad when the baby gets here. And that mindset's really sort of tricky because most of the guys I talk to are kind of more nuts and bolts. And so if it's in front of them, it's real. And if it's not, it's not. And that's where kind of learning from my journey, what I really try to do in the first part of the book is focus a lot on what I call the big ideas, where it's just a way to mentally reframe your approach to the pregnancy and the upcoming childbirth where you feel like you're already involved in something, even if it's not happening yet. So I really encourage those dads to stick to their truth, understand that, yeah, I get it. The baby's not here yet. You're not a dad yet. And that's a very different experience for mama. For mama, the baby is here now. It's been here now. Baby is growing inside her tummy, and she can feel maybe kicks at this point. And this is a very real and tangible experience for her. And that's where one of the big taglines of the book is Better Connected, is for encouraging the dads to really kind of feel into and connect with mama on her journey and be there with her rather than prioritizing the sense of the baby's not here yet. So just, you know, again, better connect and jump right in with mama, with whether it's following some of the different weekly updates. You can get on a variety of apps that are out there. Um, I love the ones that compare the size of growing baby to, you know, different exotic fruits or French pastries, but there's a lot of ways to have fun with it and just jump right in.
0: That is such a good thing. I remember going through my first pregnancy and every morning or once a week, every morning we'd wake up and we would turn on a video of like how far along I was that week. And it was a great way of bonding. Like my husband and i and getting him involved knowing, okay, yes, this is real. Like this is where the baby's at right now. Do you have any other big ideas to help dad be connected during this time, no matter what trimester they're in, just being a part and being involved in this pregnancy?
1: One of my early big ideas I think translates well across the whole journey, which is to really understand that this is probably the biggest deal ever for mama, like bigger than the wedding, bigger than graduation, or literally bigger than anything. Like this is connecting deeper into our kind of collective human past. Like this is a big rite of passage. It's a very powerful, sacred experience to the degree that that's the intention you put into it. And I think for us dads to really understand this is a primal part of mama's journey from maidenhood to motherhood and really understand that there's nothing that's more important than this you know, in her life right now. And so appreciate that and give it that value, the respect and attention and care that it truly deserves. So I think that translates from start all the way to finish and beyond.
0: Oh yeah. That is so good. And just, yeah. Having that mindset and that perspective and respecting and honoring that is like, this is a big deal for mom. right? And right. it's a big deal for you. That, that passage, that journey is uh, amazing. So let's talk about birth classes. You said that you guys decided to have a unmedicated hospital birth and that you took some classes beforehand where they're a little bit hard to find in person right now, but what are your recommendations in kind of guiding someone to picking a good birth class?
1: Excellent. Excellent question. I think any birth class is pretty much better than no birth class. Um, I haven't come across any that I sort of looked at and was like, wow, don't go to that one. So any is better than none, but jumping into the particulars, I think trying to find a birth class that really lines up really well with your, you being the dad, your and mama's philosophy around birth and one that you really feel is going to support your journey rather than be somewhat antagonistic to it. Like for example, we did the Bradley method for our our first pregnancy, which is partner coached birth class where a big part of that class was helping me as the dad and the other guys really connect to and understand what we can do to help our, our partners have a, an easier birth for our second pregnancy. We did hypnobirthing, which I really loved. We were fortunate that our doula for both our births ended up being the teacher of the birth class that we took. So there was a lot of continuity of care there, but I think the most important thing is for mama to really feel that the birth class is another chance for her to connect to her tribe through this journey where not only is she getting supported philosophically from the approach of the of the class but the other couples in the class that we're going to be hanging out with you know once a week for the next six eight twelve weeks uh, are going to become our cohort our tribe of people kind of going through this adventure separately but yet together and these other mamas can be like a a bolt-on resource for mama to commiserate with and check in with and like hey you know how are you feeling today I had this concern come up. Have you thought about this? So it sort of is a great way to get some like-minded sisterhood of support for mama and then the other mamas in the class also. So that philosophy, I think, is something you want to look more closely at than maybe some of the other things.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good point is having that peer support, that tribe, that sisterhood, like you were saying, is so good. And then I imagine for dads, you, know, you guys are going through this journey as well and having some support that way. Is helpful. So I love that you bring that up. You mentioned you had a doula for both your first and your second. What was it that made you decide that you wanted a doula? How did you kind of make that decision?
1: We looked at, so we each were doing kind of our own research on birth and what's going on. My wife is a pediatric nurse practitioner. So she's used to seeing new babies on this side of the womb, but not so much with pregnancy on the inside. And we both were kind of looking at, what is out there. And as I mentioned earlier, we're both kind of a little bit more on the hippie progressive end of the spectrum. So we're very excited about exploring some of the more traditional approaches to childbirth and doulas seem to be, they're just fantastic. Like in in my book, it's uh, one of my dad tips and it's just dude, hire a doula. It's not like think about hire a doula or maybe hire one. It's like absolutely hire a doula. For my wife, the doulas were both kind of like big sisters that were able to take on a sort of loving and supportive and a bit of a I don't want to say authority figure, but an experienced wise counsel that she could really relax in their presence, knowing that whatever she was worried about, that they would have uh, both the experience and the knowledge to kind of give her a good answer to her questions. And then for me, as I, you know, I get into it in the book a little bit, but the dual is my wingman from heaven. Like the first birth, I was coming in, we were obligated to do a hospital birth due to my wife being active duty Air Force. And some of the more natural birth approaches I had read up on kind of suggested that I watch out for uh, doctors maybe being quick to want to have a higher intervention protocol than a lower one. So I kind of felt it was my job to be sort of like on guard against over-monitoring or or really like protecting my wife uh, in that hospital setting. And so that was causing me a lot of anxiety because I'm not an obstetrician. I, I'm not an expert in this, so I don't really know when and where I should maybe be more assertive or less assertive. So having the doula there was somebody I could kind of really rely on to give me some good feedback on what a what I could be doing to be attending to my wife. But then also, as things kind of heat up sometimes in a birth experience, there's a lot of energy, and there's it was difficult for me seeing my wife experiencing you know, it was clearly a degree of physical discomfort and her face was contorted and she was squeezing my hand and feeling kind of powerless, but yet wanting to do something and having the doula there to kind of rub my back and say, David, this is good. It's okay. Just stay focused on Jen. I'm kind of watching the bigger picture. And if anything is concerning to me, I'll tell you like that allowed me to really relax out of this sort of like global protector mindset I was in and just focus on being emotionally attentive and present for my wife and her experience, which it was so invaluable to have that person there for us. So absolutely guys, like definitely if you're on the fence for whatever reason, let me be the push to get you off the fence and into yes, find a great doula, find one that your partner really vibes with and feels comforted by and supported by and feels is in her corner and trust that that doula is going to be in your corner as well.
0: Oh, I love hearing a perspective from a daddy. You you just nailed it. I think that's so amazing. So many people think that doulas are like that authority figure. I'm glad that you, you know, kind of clarified that like doulas are a guide and they guide mom and dad and just their roles look a little different in supporting mom differently than supports dad. But it's such an amazing thing to have. So I love that. Yes. Hire a doula. That is so good. And you talk about birth plans in this book as well. I mean, you seriously do cover it all in this book. Welcome to fatherhood or WTF. I love it so much. (laughs) And we'll tell you more how to order that at the end, but you go over birth plans and many think this is just kind of for mom and for the birth team and dads don't really have anything to do with it. So, but In your opinion, what is a dad's role when coming to a birth plan? What is it? Why do you need one or should you even have one? What does that look like to support a mom who chooses to have a birth plan?
1: Absolutely. Another great question. I thank you. I think from my experience, getting a birth plan put together is a great bonding experience for the couple because so much about the birth process, especially for most of the guys I talk to. They're, they're sort of oblivious to it. It's just not something that's been in their wheelhouse. It's not something they have experience with. And they kind of, they we've all seen the movies, the water breaks, rush to the hospital, push, 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 scream, scream, and out pops a baby and you go home. And it's like, well, not really. And so that birth plan, I think, sort of breaks that process down into a more easily sort of understood and digestible series of steps where you're putting more intention and clarity into all the little things that you just wouldn't think of. Otherwise, for example, in our birth plan, something that I really focus on for the dads and who get a chance to look through the book is bringing in an extension cord and a power strip into the hospital room or to your birth center or to your home or wherever you are, because sometimes outlets are hard to reach. And if you are trying to play some nice music and maybe you have an aromatherapy diffuser or, you know, you need to charge up your phone. Like having all that stuff handy is a lot easier than, than all of a sudden realizing that the outlet is behind the bed and you can't get to it. And there's only two prongs and, you know, little things like that. But also, you know, as far as being on the same page with mama, like let's, the birth plan is a great place to have those conversations about things you wouldn't even know about, whether it's like, who gets to cut the cord? Like I was really excited to cut the cord for our children and, understanding sort of like the mood of the room, or if you want to allow medical students, if you're in a hospital situation, sometimes they'll have students come through. And my wife and I are both the opinion that, you know, birth is a very sort of like, it's a sacred event. It's somewhat private, but it needs to be protected. And having the door open and the lights flood in and six doctor residents come in and all take turns looking at my wife's Cervix—that was not something that we thought was going to support our birth journey. So those are the things you have a chance to kind of get ahead of and cover in the birth plan. But then it also becomes a nice little sort of like—I don't want to say checklist because they rarely does any birth follow the plan. But it gives you a sense of where you are in the process, and it gives also a little sense of security and certainty around certain things. Like, well, we don't know what's going to happen next, but we know when when we get across that bridge, we can then do this thing or this other thing, and. I'm a big fan of anything that lowers anxiety is awesome. Anxiety on everybody's part is one of the bigger impediments to the easier and easier birth. And so just having a little certainty and awareness of what the various steps are through the childbirth process. And then after the baby comes out and there's the weighing and measuring all that kind of stuff, having an ownership role and kind of be, and being aware of how that goes, I think it helps most couples really relax deeper into that process for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. And knowing like you as a protector, you guys are on the same page that way. Like when going through it together, you know, her wishes, you know, what she wants, what she doesn't want. And the birth plan, like you said, rarely does birth happen exactly the way we expect, but it's more of a roadmap where we can go on this journey and, you know, if we need to take a different turn, we do, but at least we have planned for that and lowered our anxiety. And when anxiety is lowered, birth typically goes better. So I think that that's awesome. One thing I did love in your book, you had a a motto, it's be attentive, be calm and be competent. And I think that's so great for dads when entering the labor and the delivery. So what are some ways a dad can be competent and support mom well while she's in her labor?
1: Oh uh, yeah, that mantra I think is the can be the guiding light for dads once labor really starts getting, you know, once it starts progressing through some of the earlier phases and into later ones is unless you're the obstetrician or you're actively assisting in the birth, usually your role is much more the emotional supportive role. And key to that, number one, is being attentive. Like my hypnobirthing instructor told us great little quote was like, pretend you're on your honeymoon. That's how much attention you need to be paying to each other. Like 100% focused on and attending to uh, your birthing partner, especially if she's in a, you know, in a novel and very vulnerable space physically and psychologically. So put the phone down. Don't worry about texting people or updates. Just focus on mama. That's a big checklist in the competent column. And being calm is also a big part of that where you're tending to mama. There may be some more active energy happening around you with some of the other birth attendants. But again, your role as a supportive partner is to stay calm. My wife told me this as part of our birth story, and I've heard from so many other couples that at certain points in the process, sometimes the only voice or the only presence mom is really aware of is their partner and being, it's critical if you're the only, as a dad, if you're the only person that your wife can really hear or see or really understand that you need to be extra sensitive to that energy you're bringing and being calm again is an antidote to some of that anxiety goes such a long way. So being attentive and being calm are The two biggest parts of being competent. Aside from that, specific things you can do as the dad to be competent is just sort of, you know, reading the room and staying kind of connected to what's going on. Maybe, for example, I was asked to help position my wife a couple of times in our first birth and, you know, holding her leg or holding a hand or coming around to kind of like uh, do some of the relaxation modalities we learned, such as like rubbing a finger on her forehead to kind of help decrease some of the tension or assisting with rubbing some of her lower back where she was cramping. But when you have a sense as a dad, you want to have some competency where you feel like you are going to be able to step up as needed rather than sort of standing in the corner of the room and just waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. Like so many birth stories I've heard where mamas are just like, he was my rock. He was there for me. He was awesome. He was right where I needed him to be when he needed him to be there. And those birth stories really set are great examples of another great block of strength in that couple's relationship. And so being strong and capable and competent in that birth as the dad, even if your role is just very minor, such as holding a hand, staring to her eyes, telling her she's awesome and she's beautiful and you can't wait to meet the baby and a little massage here and there. It may seem small to you, but it could be everything for mama. So just really understand the power importance of your role of attentive, calm, and then competent as needed.
0: Oh man, just as you're talking, it gets me so excited for labor again, just knowing like my husband is gonna be there. And just, it is so, such a bonding event to go through this journey together really solidifies. And like you said, it's like a block in that relationship. It's just, it's amazing and powerful, but it does take work because you can't just do it at the labor, right? It's throughout pregnancy, you're learning and growing together. And you're supporting her as she's going through this pregnancy so that when it gets to the labor, you are attentive, calm and competent because you've done the work. So do you have any last thoughts for moms or dads listening to this episode that you feel would be helpful?
1: I love what you just said there about doing the work throughout the whole pregnancy journey, because it's not something as dads that we show up at the end and pass out cigars in the waiting room. That may have been something that was true 50 years ago. but it's definitely not true now. So I think my parting words for the guys out there and for couples too, is, you know, this is a journey you're on together. Uh, Parenting is a big team effort and it can, it Needs to start with that positive pregnancy test of building those bonds of togetherness and, and teamwork, being on the same page and working through the challenges together as a team to build that, that foundation of trust and confidence and appreciation, and also be gentle with each other. This is a big learning experience for both parties. And there's a lot of great information out there, some great services, and I mentioned doula's. This Empowered Birth Podcast is another great uh, resource, but just be gentle with each other as you aren't going to be necessarily in lockstep the whole way and uh, be open and and honest and courageous and gentle and, and trust that that teamwork bond is forming day in and day out. And that's really going to make that birth and then that postpartum and beyond period so much easier for all three of you at this point, mama, dada, and baby, you know?
0: Oh, so good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. If anybody wants to connect with you or order Welcome to Fatherhood, how can they do that?
1: Sure. The website is just www.welcometofatherhood.com. I have a bunch of resources on there from birth plan templates to checklists to all kinds of great ideas on there. I can be reached via email at david at and then uh, the book itself can be ordered from Amazon. It's e- available both Kindle format and paper book format now. And uh, the audio book should be coming sometime early next year. So email, website, best ways to find me. I'm on Facebook too, but I'm not I'm not quite as active on there as I probably should be. So just stick with the email and the website for now.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, go order that book. It is so helpful for all you dads listening out there, um, maybe even... For Christmas coming up, you could give a new dad a book. So (laughs) thank you so much, David, for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. And I think this is going to be super helpful for a lot of dads out there.
1: Thank you so much, Ali. My pleasure.
0: Wasn't David awesome? Go ahead, order his book for all the expecting dads you know out there. You can find that information in the description below or in the show notes. One thing that was mentioned was birth plans and hiring doulas. Did you know that I offer one-hour consults that help you form that roadmap of what you want your birth to be? In these birth planning sessions, we clarify your expectations and go through the many options out there to find what resonates best with you. We also talk through fears and past traumas that may be impacting your decision-making when it comes to birth. So if you're ready to schedule, go to bit.ly slash birth prep session and go from there. Make sure you share this episode and tag me over on Instagram at Empowered Birth Podcast. Thank you again for listening and joining me today. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. Stay empowered. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you a part of the movement. And if you haven't joined our private Facebook tribe yet, go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered mamas tribe. We would love to have you there and a part of our community. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast.